When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, Santa! You could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Made in New Zealand, the Balance Pure Performance Range is available at Chemist Warehouse, starting from just $62.99. Save 10%. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Tony Kemp and Louis Herman Watt in the house with myself, Izzy Dag. For a Monday, 18th of April, happy Easter. It's Easter Monday and we're here for four hours reacting, debating, weekend sport, racing. Lots happening throughout the weekend. We're going to cover it all. Uh, we've got the Super Rugby, we've got the Rugby Sevens. We had the Warriors yesterday afternoon and, well, there's lots to chat about in that match officiating what a debacle that is what a joke anyway looking forward to ripping into that uh throughout the morning Eighteen thousand packing out sky stadium for the return of the phoenix they obviously didn't get the result going down four nil but what a what a sight seeing a full stadium on a sunday afternoon down in uh in wellington at sky stadium so we'll react to that as well we've got david choate he's a former all whites player and he's going to come on the show to talk about the weekend's return for the Phoenix back in here, and then I think they're heading away to Eden Park this weekend. So back-to-back matches in New Zealand. So looking forward to chatting to David Choate, and then after eight, we're going to talk to to George Cameron George, who is the CEO of the Warriors. And uh, like I said before, some calls that not only have happened yesterday, they've happened throughout the last couple of years. It's been a bit of a debacle, a bit of a conversation with the bunker and the referee, and some of the calls. Going away, and I 100% reckon it changed the momentum in yesterday's game. 
Warriors were on the Roosters' line, back-to-back, a couple of moments when uh, the ball was stripped from Reese Walsh and then that stripped from uh, Aidan Fanua-Blake and uh, just wasn't overturned in that captain's challenge that we lost and then uh, kind of just affected the whole flow and the momentum. So I'm looking forward to chatting to Cameron George and also Tony Kemp because I'm sure he wants to tee off as well. And then we're going to talk to Sam Wynn, who was a jockey. Samantha Wynn is a jockey, and uh, we're going to have a chat to her about her plans going forward and uh, the great weekend that was with racing. And then 9 o'clock, we're opening up the phone lines. We're here till 10 a.m. We're opening up the phone lines. We want to hear from you, our listeners. Uh, I know you'll be very uh, concerned about what went on. A couple of moments in the rugby as well. Scott Barrett, the red card, that moment against the Blues. And, wow, what a fantastic match that was as well. Rugby needed that. Rugby 100% needed that game on Friday night. The Blues taking out the Crusaders down here at home in Christchurch, first time since 2004. So lots to lo- and lots and lots to debate this morning. That is enough from me. I'm going to cross over to the team in Auckland and say good morning to Louis and Kenfi. Morning, lads. Atamanaho parata, paikitikiti tōkanohi itautane. Good to see your face this morning, mate. Nice and bright. Jeez, you're looking good. You've got the got the you, got the Kimpy. drawn over. What's that called? That's like the <laughs> the parnell top over the top of the shoulders. I love that look, brother. Love it. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was a bit cold. Eh? I walked out, mate. The stars are in the sky. She's a clear morning. She's a beautiful day here in Christchurch. But no, um, yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. We had a good weekend. Got a lot of all the family down here. Daisy's whanos here for the weekend. Lots of kids running around and riding motorbikes. Lots of Easter eggs being eaten, but. Um, Lots of sport on the telly too, mate. Yesterday afternoon I was watching that in front of the fire and thought the Warriors had done enough. Obviously in that first half they started with a hiss and a roar, going into halftime, 8-6, coming out. Just probably started that second half, discipline letting down. I think there's four straight penalties to the officiating. I think it was 5-2 at halftime to the Warriors. They, the refs obviously went in and said, oh, look, we've got to even this up. This ain't fair. So they've come out and just punished the Warriors in that second half. And then... Uh, Watched it all unfold in front of me, mate. I was absolutely fuming. I couldn't believe what I was seeing on uh, Sunday afternoon with the Warriors. And I know you called that game, mate. But, yeah, uh, mate. You probably couldn't tee off as much as you wanted to. Nah, well, no, nah, I didn't have a chance to tee off. They'd won the penalty count in the first half, 5-1, the Warriors. And, and like you said, they started... Yep. Reese Walsh kicked that ball dead and they went back-to-back penalties and let the Roosters back in the game and got a jump on him. Uh, but you're right, some dubious calls from the referees. Two of them that really stand out uh, that would, should probably be talked about today. Just waiting for Cameron George to see whether or not he's going to the referees. The problem, the problem with it is you can't take anything out of it, except that uh, you know they, they basically, Graham Annesley will stand up and say, yeah, no, they got that wrong, and then they just move on. So mm. it doesn't help the Warriors, is he? But yeah, young Rabs, Sammy Hewitt, called the game yesterday for SENZ alongside myself. Mm. Um and the stats lined up, as we said last week, for it to be a really close one. It went in 8-6 at half time, uh, you know, yep. and all but for back-to-back penalties, the Warriors were right in it. And I thought uh, young Reese Walsh playing down that left edge with Tavita Harris um, was absolutely outstanding. You know, that, that hook kick mm. that he did off his left foot that hit oh. uh, Dallin Watini Zelezniak on the chest and threw that <laughs> what seemed called a $5.40 dummy to score in the corner and get them <laughs> back into the game. Uh, just goes to show you that the kid hasn't got the second-year syndrome. You know, like in, in rugby league, a second-year syndrome is really well known. And Reese Walsh up against... To- um, 
up against the fullback for Sydney City. Uh, what was his name? I keep bloody hell. He's that good, James Tedesco. Tedesco. James Tedesco mm. is a is really an origin troll because you know he he made the side he last year. Him. Yeah, look, and, he and James they looked they looked really. Uh, for, I reckon for like forty minutes, forty-five minutes, the Roosters look like they're they're out of sorts. They had no fluidity about their game. Mm. Uh, Tedesco was trying to get into it. Joseph Manu, I don't know if you saw the stat at halftime. Joseph Manu had two carries for fourteen meters. Like yeah. um, and and Sammy Hewitt said to me, Joseph Manu's only had two carries, and I said, yeah, the scary thing about that is he's still got plenty of petrol in the tank. Uh, but he just he mm. couldn't get himself into the game and. You know, there was a period in that second stands, I reckon, 15 minutes into the second half where James Tedesco just took it by the scruff of the neck and went directly down the middle of the pitch. And it was the time when they brought Adam Fanua Blake back on and Cody Nakarima. And he got that change wrong. Like, Cody Nakarima just got mm. chewed up in defence. And they targeted him. Mm. Tedesco, they must have, Trent, Trent Robinson must have worked that out and said, when Cody Nakarima comes on, James, I just want you to send all of our forwards down the middle of it and make him tackle. And it just took the spring out of his out of his step, and he couldn't get the dummy half, and he wasn't making the tackles. They weren't they weren't dominating the middle of the ruck like they did in the first half, and that's the period that they got him. They just jumped out, got that six point um, start on him, and by by then, you know, the, it's a hot day in those black jerseys, and they and they started to struggle the Warriors in the back end. But so, but they got a really tough run over the next five weeks. They play the Storm, the Raiders, the Sharks, the Rabbits, and the Dragons. And I was talking about them getting mm. five wins on the trot when they started the season. Mate, they'll be lucky to win one in the next five um, five rounds if they're not careful. So let's hope that Sean Johnson copped a knee injury yesterday. Um, Curran copped a, a shin injury, a pretty serious one. He was, wasn't the same player. You know, you lose those two players, they're up against it. Mm. No, it was, yeah, you're right on the money. It's particularly about Reese Walsh. I was very, very impressed. He looks busy. He looks very, very busy. He wants to be involved, particularly on that fifth play. You know, like that, that's just an instinctual play from from Reece Walsh. Usually, they traditionally go to the kick. Sean Johnson kicking up, but he's obviously got the call from the inside, and SJ just hits Reece Walsh on the inside. Just plays the ball, and you cut. They wouldn't have practiced that. They wouldn't have coached oh, that. Of it's course not. Reece Walsh making the decision to say, "Oh, there's a little opportunity. There. I'm going to get it, kicking it to the right, and then." Uh, Finishing off, mate. But, yeah, there's going to be a lot of debate today about the calls. Even I was sitting there with my father-in-law today. He doesn't watch any league, but he could even see the one-eyed kind of <laughs> officiating that was going on in Australia. And, and the one thing about this, the one thing about this, it, it's not only just that game. There's been four or five years of it happening. Four or five years. Four or of, five of years. Oh, mate, I was telling Louie. Mate, I was telling it's happened Louis. forever. Yeah, I was telling Mate, I used to get roasted for... Uh, having a crack saying we're not getting Conspiracy any 50 calls. But back in the <laughs> back in my day, when I phoned um, Robert Finch at half time, that one I told you about with Ivan sitting next to me yeah, in the box, yeah. like we have never got the 50-50s and ever, and like I never even said this on the on the station yesterday, but if ever you wanted to have a look at 50-50 calls, for Noah Blake's 50-50 call when they mm. when, when Colin stripped it, okay, he had his hand that on was the a hand. He had his hand yep. on the ball and he pulled it away. I think it was I think it was Collins. It was it was a 50-50 call that should have went with the attacking player. The very sec, the very next set, and they get up to play the ball, mm. the Warriors, and yes, he puts his he puts his foot in the way there. Um, the centre Adam Pompey accidentally and they don't get the 50-50 call. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sick of it. 
Like the, the very <laughs> next set of six, it's like you, you guys are kidding. So mm. I, I thought Nathan Brown Louis would absolutely go off in the conference, but you know I think same. I, yeah, I think I think um, Nathan Brown was sort of you know when you listen to the the press conference, I think Nathan Brown was more and we sort of again it's another one that we should have really won that game. They should have locked it up in the first half. They had the majority of the possession. You know, the penalty count was their way. The Roosters were well out of sorts. So they should have put more points on them. So it uh, be interesting to hear what Cameron George has to say about the refereeing because he, he'll let me, I'm, I'm dead set sure he'll make a point about the refs and the, and the 50-50 calls. Mm. What do you reckon, Louis? You, I know you were fuming oh. yesterday afternoon. Oh, I was fuming, mate. I was, I was following fuming. Twitter. Twitter was flying. Uh, yeah. You're an old guy. I <laughs> was saying some great things on Twitter. I loved it. Velt <laughs> was up and about, eh? He was... Yeah, he had it He had it dialed in. Everybody... Look, I... I've been pretty sceptical about the Warriors faithful. I, I'm a big Warriors fan, but I'm not one of what I'd call the Warriors faithful because, you know, there's a real, like, difference. Like, there's, like, the Warriors, mm. Warriors faithful. Oh, yeah. and they're, they're, The Cyclops. Yeah. And I've always been pretty sceptical about that kind of, um, oh, yeah, we get the rough end of the stick. Like, we're just the Kiwis. There's no consequence, so they can just riff against us when we play teams like Melbourne or um, Roosters or um, Broncos, you know, the glamour teams. I always thought that was just a bit sceptical. Like, I was a bit sceptical of that kind of conspiracy theory. But there's been a few times where I've watched them and I've gone, oh, yeah, this is pretty hard to justify. And yesterday, Ikempi, you've just laid it out beautifully. And in between those two ruck infringements, or one that was, one that wasn't, <laughs> there was actually a forward pass and a knock-on as well. In, in NRL, if the ball hits the ground off a hand, even if it goes obviously backwards, they call it a knock-on. It's like any time, unless it's really like really, really throwing it backwards, it's a knock on. And and the and the big one actually is that we scored a try. Jesse Arthur scored a try. It was a strip. Ball's gone backwards. It's gone. It's been kicked by a knee forward, and yep. he's there on side, and he scored a try. And it's hard to cop. So I did feel bad for the Warriors fans yesterday, and I felt bad for everybody that stood by the club. Nathan Brown in the press conference. I expected him to go berserk. For whatever reason, I maybe Brownie knows it's not good for his team and it wouldn't have been good Definitely for... Definitely not good for his bank account. Not good for his bank account? <laughs> Adam Fanua Blake was sitting next to him and looked absolutely disgusted. He was so he was so sick of it, but Nathan Brown picked his words very carefully. This is him talking about the game, what went wrong, and then the back end of this they have some chat about the referees and... Yeah, this is what I'd call, call controlling your emotions very, very well. Yeah, we didn't start the second half so well, did we? Like, you know, and I thought, you know, probably the biggest thing was is, you know, we probably didn't, our attack didn't probably, you know, their line sweep was pretty consistent for the contest. You know, we just didn't play enough football, you know, so they sort of certainly won the yardage game and we spent a lot of time on our trial line and, you know, they got... You know, they got some pretty fair kick targets there with, you know, Tupu and Young Sawali and Joey Mano and that. And, yeah, you know, I thought we defended our goal line apart from you know, the odd occasion. You know, defend it pretty well against some good players, but you keep defending your goal line against them blokes. You know, the kicks become dangerous because their targets are, are pretty special sort of targets. What happened with the attacker? It looked good in that first half, first twenty. We just didn't play enough footy. As I said, we did. The credit to them, their line sweep was very good, and we didn't adapt to it very well at all. You know, we didn't adjust to it at all. So. You know, we need to obviously get some good lessons out of it because you know their line sweep was pretty good and consistent and as I said we just didn't adapt to it very well and then we played a fair bit of one out football and you know one out football and hit up football is not going to beat sides like the Roosters. 
Can I speak that, that sorry, oh, yeah. can I mention that um, Fletcher Baker ruling when they said it was a, wasn't a strip and it was a... Oh, look, who knows, you know, obviously, you know, if we could have poked your nose in front, who knows what would have happened, I don't really know, you know, but, you know, it was, I'm, I, that decision was one of those 50-50 ones, I'm not, certainly not here, I'm not going to come... Yeah, it was one of those ones, if it, we got it, I would have said, great, if we didn't get it, I'm not going to say that, it was one of those ones, you know, and, you know, I thought, you know, when you're the aggressor like they were, they, you know, you tend to get things, you know, that's... Now they probably deserved it from that point of view with some stuff, you know, some few things that went their way when you're the aggressor and you're on the front foot, you know, you probably should get the you should get your fifty fifty calls and you know, I'm certainly the the referee's not why we're sitting there on the losing side, you know, we've got some things we need to worry about ourselves. What did you make of the the other incident was with the Pompey foot and the Angus Crichton thing Adam was Yeah, look, yeah. Yeah, I'm not here to talk about those things. You know, I'm more interested in talking about the game. You know, to be honest with you, and what we need to what we need to do to do better, and and what we need to do to get out of the game, so that next time we play, you know, a side like the Roosters, a club like the Roosters, that you know, if we do start well, that we can you know keep going with it. You know, we we didn't quite get our game right long enough today, and those things happened in the game, and we defended, you know, off the back of Ads as one, and then. Uh, uh, Pompey or Wetsy's one. Again, we defend our goal line. Well, our goal line has been going pretty good for most of the year, and we, our defence kept us in the game. You know, it was you know, the way we probably attacked at times didn't help us get back down the other end enough. Well, that is what I would call very, very choice words, and not the sort of choice words you'd expect. Is he Nathan Brown has kind of bitten his tongue there, and I don't know. Adam Fenola Blacks said looked filthy next to him. Like, can we just get stuck in here? But I don't know what the right what the right theory is there. But how careful are his words? Very, very, very careful. And um, yeah, I was shaking my head throughout the entire time. I couldn't hear, believe what I was hearing. But um, look, <laughs> in all honesty, in all in all honesty, like he's he's probably right with some of the things he was saying. Like the one things that they can control. Uh, were the things that they've been doing extremely well for the last couple of weeks and they never really got to it, I think, completing their sets. I don't know the percentages, Uncle, you probably know that for me, but I just think they, they probably lack that, uh, particularly uh, in that middle period or middle period of the first half when they were just getting a little bit sloppy after that fantastic start. So there are some things that they can control, but there needs to be some questions asked. And, and in all honesty, they're not going to give me answers. Like the rest... And the NRL, they're not going to come out and slate their own referees because it's not a good look on the game and you're not seeing a good precedence. But going forward, this hasn't been the first time that's happened and that's why I can't believe it. Like for Nathan, yes, he is a new coach. He's probably been on the other side of the green so he knows exactly what's going on when he's coached against the Warriors and he's got those calls. So he, <laughs> he probably knows deep down what was happening. But now for the faithful, you spoke about the faithful out there, the fans that have been on the on the train for... So many years since O two, you know, like the, the other ones that are hurting because this ain't the first time, this ain't the second time. This has been going on for a very, very long time, and something needs to change here. Yeah, and look, it was. Let's take the occasion too. You know, it was was a a um, I guess a, a celebration of the two thousand and two grand final when they they had the jerseys on. You looked in the grandstand, well, and all the old boys too, were. Yeah, the, I've got a couple of those. Um, <laughs> You had all the boys from the eastern suburbs side in the grandstand, so they were up. They meant to be up for the game. I think 
There's two points for me when you listen to Nathan in that conversation there. One of them, he was dead set filthy. Okay, that's that's the reason the monotone and the down, the, like the, the talking down. He didn't want to really get into it because he wanted to get back into the training rooms, and and start to really think about where does he go from here. He was he was dead set filthy. The second part of it is that, from a coaching point of view, you need a strategy. And if the strategy, like that referee will get the sack this week, I guarantee you he's not he's not refereeing first grade this week. Okay, he made four very big mm. errors, two 50-50 calls, but the Jesse Arthur's try, the knock-on by um, Nakwama where they scored off the next play, and the forward pass to Nakwama when he scored in the corner, they're, they're sackable offences, and they need to be held accountable. But the but the coach and the club need a strategy around those 50-50 calls. I think you can take that call to the line. Like, you can't have a crack at the referees, is he? That's, we know that. It's a $10,000 fine. Mm. But you can actually say, mm. hey... I'm going to go to Annesley tomorrow, or I'm going to go to the, if he's still the referee's boss, I'm going to go to Annesley tomorrow, and I want answers. I want answers on why they made those calls, and we never got this one, and they got this one. And did you, you guys There's tell me. There's got to be an investigation into this. Yeah. But, but, you know, the thing with that is that not only the strategy doesn't just say, look, we're going to challenge the referees, but it gets your fans up. So when you do come home, the fans start to really question the referees and get on the referees' back, and it gives you that home ground advantage. So, being passive in this situ- situation for me is not the best thing for Nathan Brown. Everyone mm. knows that we're not getting the 50-50 calls and we need a better strategy to make sure those referees are delivering them for us. Mm. Nah, I totally agree, Uncle. I totally agree, and that's what I mean. Like He's not going to go out and, and spray them. He'll go back and reassess it. But uh, yeah, look, it's just, it's just going to keep happening. I don't know how they're going to change it or, or maybe next week the Warriors will get a couple of nice little dubious calls to... To even up against the storm, which which will probably help a wee bit, but yeah, look, it's it's just one of those things. But the storm give you nothing. Like the storm will give Mm. you you absolutely nothing. They'll win the ruck and they will just play at speed and hopefully Munster. Hopefully that game Munster had. Did you see the game? Is he like Cameron Munster? What a freak! I wonder if the Warriors have his his signature locked up because I met Mark Robinson (laughs) on the weekend. This is a true story. Rob, Robbo walked past me. I was down in um Warriors own it. After oh. getting home from Cambridge and having breakfast down. The, he, he walked past and stopped and we had a chat. And he reckons that, I'm going to ask Cameron George this this morning, they've got, they've got some real big signatures locked up and the, and the country's going to be really surprised at who they are. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm just hoping. Cause it ain't Cameron Munster. It's Cameron Uncle, Munster. You're dreaming. <laughs> Jeez, he was You're right though, boys. He was he was in like full wizard form. He was actually had his little Harry Potter cape on, and he was out there had them in spells. He did not. They did not know where Cameron Monster was, what he was doing with the pill, and is he? You've hit the nail on the head. I don't know. I don't know what you do about the refereeing situation. It's a helpless situation. You can't really complain about it because then you just look like whinges. You can't win. You, you just have yeah, to. You just have to hope that eventually. Of course you can win. Of course you can. You, could, you two, give yourselves an uppercut. Had, of course how you can do you win. win? How do you win? How do you win? You get on the phone. You get on the phone. How, and they haven't won for five years. And, 10, 15, they haven't won 20 for five, years. 10 years. You're round seven. Gonna win. You're round seven this How week. How do you win? You're, you're, listen. He'll come back. Let me talk. Give you're us round seven. Five calls. Okay, you've got know, 18 rounds to go. All right, you drive a strategy home that you've been ripped off by the referees. 
and you get the our, our support. See, our support in Australia is just as big as our support in New Zealand. I don't know if you guys know that. Yep. Yeah, every, every game you generally go to, it's packed with Warrior supporters. You start to get the, the, the supporters on side. We've got the quietest supporters, mate. And we need that strategy to say, hey, you, you can't, it's, it's unacceptable. Imagine, the, imagine, like, as a, you, you know this, if the referee starts to have a shocker and the crowd's starting to get up on him, they start to, to worry about everything that they're doing. That's what we need to do. We need to make sure that they know we're in the game. Like, we're in the game not only in the, mm. in, as players, but our coaches are in the game and our supporters are in the game. Stop just moaning quietly. Well, see, that's interesting. I don't necessarily think that Warriors fans have been accused of moaning quietly, but mm. yeah, I, look, I think it's well, tricky. I can't that. see it changing. I just can't see it changing because this isn't the first one. Well, we're going to talk. We always just keep going on. We're going to need. We've got four hours. Izzy, we've got four. I don't know if you know, we've got four hours today, mate. So we've got. No, we've I got. Definitely got, know that. We've got four <laughs> hours today, mate. We can do this. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We can talk about this for as long as you want to. On 0800 uh, the Kennard's higher phone line, double eight, double three. You're not even awake yet, but you don't know what we are fired up. The boys are hitting their straps at <laughs> 23 minutes past six. Uh, what we're going to do after seven o'clock, we're going to replay our chat with uh, Wayne Smith from last week. So the master is back with the Black Ferns because the other bit of breaking news over the weekend is Glenmore has stepped down. So we're gonna have a, we're gonna listen back to our chat with Wayne Smith just to hear about what's made him so excited to be back in the Black Ferns, and on the back of that, we'll have a, a discussion with you as well about Glenn Moore and, and whether that situation was inevitable. Something we followed all throughout last week, so I think it's only fair that we follow up on it. Over in the sevens right now in Vancouver, well, Samoa have really had a a proper um, resurgence. They are twenty eight ten up with about thirty seconds to go against South Africa. And Samoa ran the All Black Sevens really close yesterday, so they are in some serious form and they are loving it out there. The All Black Sevens boys, we play Australia in the quarterfinals at about 10 to 7 this morning. So we'll follow that. There's lots of sport going on around the world. We'll be back after this. It is Baz and Izzy for breakfast, 24 minutes past 6 here with Kim's Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.